My name is Claudia. I'm a yoga teacher, earth student, writer, intuitive, health coach, and above all, a soul navigating the chaos and wonder of this human experience. I am your guide for all things spiritual, cosmic, well-being, personal development and expansion. And my purpose here and now is to use my voice to empower you to activate yours, to get to the depths of who you are and to find your light. With me, with all of us, learn to trust the process. This is where the magic happens. Hello everyone. It is currently 7.37 in the morning and I was just feeling really inspired post-morning routine, post-morning rituals, to just have a little chat about honestly I don't know what. Oh god, you can hear it in my voice. Um, I really don't know why but I woke up this morning at about six, ten past six because my boyfriend had to leave early because he's got an appointment in Paris so he had to get the train and I just woke up with him. Normally I would have got up at like half six, seven but it was that awkward time where I didn't want to go back to sleep because then I knew I would just sleep through the whole morning and Last night, something that I promised myself was that I was going to be more disciplined when it comes to getting up early because I've just been really called recently to sink even deeper into my practices, even deeper into my ritual and kind of move away from this idea of routine and really just sink into the ritualistic spaces that I create around me. And I just know that that's what I need right now. And I know that I just need to have that commitment to myself to just get up that half an hour earlier because I've been finding recently that I've been needing more sleep as well. And I've been going to bed at like between 10 and 12, but I would say on average about half 10, 11, which is kind of normal, I guess. But I'm someone who needs a lot of sleep, like, I know they say six to eight hours, but I was listening to a podcast with Dr. Matthew Walker, who's like a a sleep doctor, probably for want of a better term. And he was basically saying how you can use that as a really rough estimate for the average person, considering there's seven billion people in the world, but everyone differs so much. And sometimes people Generally speaking, no one will need less than five hours and there'll obviously always be times when people need extra sleep or should probably be sleeping less. Um, Sometimes the amount you're sleeping is not always what you need. Like what you think you need is not always what you need. Um, It could just be, you know, if you're sleeping 12 hours a day and you're convinced you need 12 hours. I mean, it's probably not that you need 12 hours. It's probably that there's a hormonal imbalance or an energetic imbalance um maybe you know your gut health is taking a toll uh, maybe there's deeper issues there like emotional imbalances as well um actually a <laughs> little bit of self promo here but if that's something that you ever want to talk about 
um, then feel free to book a discovery call with me via my website because I'm a certified holistic health coach and I do focus a lot on getting to the root of um, problems and then, you know, redirecting you if necessary to a specialist, whether it's hormone specialist, gut health specialist, whatever it is. But I do, um, I personally specialise in kind of getting to the root of things and if you have issues such as you're sleeping too much or you're always craving a certain kind of food or you feel you find it really difficult to like motivate yourself to go outside you know we kind of slowly peel back the layers in a really tangible way that's it is coaching but it's not like coaching in the sense of I always ask you why I'm more asking you questions so that I can get a better grasp of what is at the root and then that's when we go into the kind of like more emotional side of the coaching where we tackle the root together but at the beginning it is a very like rational right brain approach that's like okay even though we're coming at this from a holistic perspective we I want to ask you questions about you and your life and everything all encompassing because that we do take that 360 degree approach to health um, in order to get to the root. Um, So yes, little self promo over. Um, Discovery calls are always free by the way and if you ever just want to chat you can always reach out to me through my Instagram, you can email me, um, anything. Um, So yeah, I, I, I think that I'm I personally need like eight hours of sleep, eight, nine hours. Sometimes I can get eight hours but still be tired. And I think it's not always the amount you get, but it's like the times that you're going to sleep as well. So if you're going to sleep at like 2 a.m. every night and you're getting eight hours, I mean, yeah, that's technically enough sleep, but it's probably not ideal to be getting up at to be going to bed at 2 a.m. every single night. Because naturally speaking, our bodies are in tune with the sun cycles and the lunar cycles and obviously that's shifted and differed a lot based on where you live throughout the ages um but innately that is still within us and a lot of problems in our sleep cycles and circadian rhythms can arise um through just having this deep disconnect um with that natural cycle um so really don't know what i was going on what i was going off about um what that tangent was about really um but yeah oh yes I remember I think I just I'm really craving this deeper commitment to myself and my practices because recently I've been feeling a bit I won't lie I have been feeling a bit low recently and it's honestly taken a lot for me to admit that because I do I am someone who believes that you can create your day and you can change your energy within it the next breath cycle you can make a choice so I think for me to kind of grapple with the idea of feeling a bit low and kind of sometimes I take this black and white approach where I think oh if I accept that I'm feeling low then I'm becoming a victim to my circumstance I'm telling myself there's nothing I can do to change it and it's like well actually I'm only becoming a victim to to my circumstance and telling myself there's nothing I can do to change it if I tell myself those things and I'm not telling myself those things I'm just accepting the totality of my experience right now and I'm really trying to find this balance I think this is my test at the moment is 
finding this balance between really full having this full body acceptance for everything that that is and everything that is within my experience right now and just accepting it and doing the things that I can do not to change that but to change my state to change how it affects me if that makes sense so I'm trying to focus less on trying to change the emotion and trying to change the feeling low because I know we shouldn't be changing our emotions but I think sometimes when it's something like depression or feeling low or feeling sad then we naturally do try to change it because it's such an uncomfortable emotion and feeling in your whole body and whole experience and it can really cloud your entire existence but I'm learning that even with an emotion like depression and deep deep sadness and kind of longing for something intangible excuse me um and this just lowness I guess even that is something that we need to just learn to accept and I find it really powerful to be able to say, okay, I accept that. I'm not trying to change that. So I don't need to focus my energy on that, but I can focus my energy on changing my state and changing my energy, which is completely in my control because your energy responds to your response to the emotion. Your energy isn't directly responding to the emotion unless, I mean, there could be extreme cases if you're experiencing extreme exhaustion or like chronic depression where obviously there's a direct link there and I'm also not saying here that the mind and body aren't connected obviously I firmly believe that they are and everything is interlinked but I'm just saying that you have more power than you think you do so they're not two different approaches it's not like oh you have power so your mind and body are separate so you can just change your state and it's not saying oh you don't have any power because the mind and body is so linked that there's nothing you can do to change your physical state that will affect your mental state they're both really saying the same thing. Um, if you actually kind of find the gray area and not see the nuance in it, and that's that the mind and body are so interlinked. And so we do have the power to change our state, whether we find ourselves in a physical state that we can't get out of or an emotional state, whichever one that is, we put the focus on the thing that we can control more of. And then naturally that will seep back around into the cycle. And while it won't directly change the emotion immediately, because that's being presented there within our experience for a reason to teach us something to we're sitting through that for a reason and we're faced with that for a reason and confronted with that because we do have the capacity to move through it um given all of that we are still able to change our state move stagnant energy through our body feed ourselves with nourishing foods you know send the signals to our emotional state that we're looking after it and we're not trying to change it but we're just trying to make that journey of moving through it easier and enabling ourselves to accept that deeper so yeah that's kind of what I've been experiencing at the moment and honestly I think this episode is just going to be a really short little life update um sorry if my voice sounds a bit nasally um, and I've got a bit of a vocal fry. I feel like I've got a mini cold, but yeah, it's just like that nasally, your ears are kind of blocked, but not really. And um, it's morning, so <laughs> I've got my vocal fry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna try and keep this as unedited as possible. Just let my stream of consciousness flow. I think 
I've just been really, I've just been knowing recently, because I get up about, normally I'll get up between 6.30 and 7.30, sometimes if I'm really tired. I think sometimes as well, there's a fine line between when you're in that tired state and your phone is right next to your bed and your alarm goes off, it's really hard to know if you actually need more sleep or if you're just not being lazy, but if if you actually really need more sleep because your body needs more rest or because it's just difficult because, you know, it's cold and it's still dark outside and things like that. And sometimes I toe the line between the two and I always know which one was the case when I actually wake up properly. So, for example, yesterday my alarm was set for 6.40, I think, and I woke up and I actually felt OK, but it was just this like conditioned narrative that oh it's cold your partner's still in bed it's dark outside you could just sleep for another 10 more minutes and because he doesn't like it when I constantly press snooze on my alarm because the alarm keeps going off and waking him up I mean I'm kind of using this as an excuse and I just saw 12 12 on the recording so the universe is agreeing with me on that one um because he doesn't like the alarm constantly going off when I press snooze I just pressed it once and then I was like oh I'm not going to press it again I'll just wake up and of course that never happens, you just wake up not that much later, but it is a big difference later when initially you're saying, okay, it's 6.50 now, I don't need snooze, I'll just naturally wake up at 7, and then you end up waking up at 7.45. And for me that is a big difference because by then the sun has risen, and there's nothing wrong obviously with getting up after the sunrise, but just in that difference between 7 and 7.45, I think... It was just a lesson there that was like, oh, okay, your body wasn't really that tired. It was just difficult, which is fine. And your body was tired, but it was tired sort of because of those perpetuating narratives, if that makes sense. Um, And I saw a poll recently from, it was the founder of Hatchpath, which is a coaching platform that I am a part of um, and will be open to the public in March, which is super exciting. Um, the founder posted some like poll on one of his Instagram stories and it was asking what requires more discipline is it getting up early or is it going to bed early and I think I answered the poll and mainly out of curiosity to see what other people said really and I think it was like 70 or 80 percent said getting up early and the other 20 or 30 percent said going to bed early and instinctively I was like okay getting up early but then I really thought about it and I was like you know I think it takes a lot more discipline to actually go to bed early because when we get up early generally speaking it's because we quote-unquote have to like we have to do something we've got work we've got things to do we want even if it's because we want to create that time for ourselves before our before our day starts um it's more of a like we feel like we have to and we kind of need to be disciplined with us with ourselves even if we're not always and even if it proves quite difficult and challenging at times but I think going to bed is what sets the tone for that getting up so I mean obviously no one's going to bed at eight or nine o'clock but if you're sort of starting to settle down create your evening routine eating a good three hours before you sleep drinking your tea like just just telling your mind body spirit I saw four, four, four. So that this is the harder one. <laughs> Telling your mind, body, spirit, and whole energetic state that you're getting ready for rest. That's what's going to set you up to enable you to get up early. And it's always going to be difficult to get up early. I honestly don't think, unless you have like ten or twelve hours of sleep, that it's going to be easy to wake up before the sunrise. I think 
this is where I do mental maths and I have to count on my hands. But I honestly even think if you went to bed at literally 8 p.m. and if you were asleep, lights out, dozed off by 8 p.m. and you got up at six, that's 10 hours sleep. And I think a few minutes in, you would instantly feel energized and your body would feel like, okay, I've got enough rest. But your alarm would still go off at six after that eight hours of sleep and find it difficult to get up because of the circumstances that it's getting up in. And so I think that's always going to be a challenge. But I think the true discipline is setting the foundation for that because you know that the quote unquote good thing to do is to get up early. And so you have to lay the foundations for that to be able to happen and you have to be able to facilitate that. And so I think the real discipline is actually going to bed early and setting up that nighttime routine and not sort of giving in to all of the distractions and the one more episode and the you know even if we go to bed early but we end up scrolling on our phones and things like that I think that's the thing that requires more discipline because that's the thing you know is going to enable you to then have the discipline to get up early because you know okay I've I've had eight hours sleep even if I've had seven seven and a half I know I can get up so I think that's actually the thing that requires more discipline. So I think that's rather than getting up earlier, I'm going to try and focus my energy on going to bed slightly earlier and winding down earlier, I think, because I think I don't, I go to bed quite early. Like yesterday I was in bed by 10, but then I watched something in bed with my partner, which was really nice and I did it really intentionally. And then by the time I'd written in my journal, everything like that, it ended up being like quarter to 11 and I mean, that might not sound really late to some people, but I have this thing where I kind of try and figure out the difference between times. So if I think the fact that I got in bed by 10, it's like, okay, check, this is really good. But then if I'm actually turning my lights out at quarter to 11 and and then falling asleep by like quarter past 11, it's not as ideal. And that's okay if that's what my goal is and if that's what my intention is. But if I have this intention of like, yes, being in bed by 10 and then actually falling asleep like an hour and a half later that does make a big difference to my sleep cycle and also the narratives that I'm telling myself um so I think I'm just going to keep doing things intentionally not force myself into anything but I'm going to focus more of my energy on winding down and really like rewiring that neural pathway that sort of tells me okay we're having dinner and then we're going to wash up and then you're just going to start winding down for bed and then if you want to watch something if you want to read if you want to just stay up and chat if you end up really not being tired and just feeling good to stay up till like midnight as long as you're not like distracting yourself and numbing yourself with external um like influences then that's fine but just really rewiring that subconscious pattern and telling myself okay this is what we normally do but we're just reversing it now I'm just going to try and do that for um, like a month or something and then see how that see how that works. Um, but I feel so good when I get up early. Oh, my God, I feel so good when I've had enough rest and I get up early. I feel so good. And over this winter, I've been getting up a bit later, like because the sun hasn't been rising until like eight. And in the real depths of winter, it wasn't rising till like 10 past 20 past eight which is super late and so I mean kudos to those who can get up at 6am but I just really can't and I I don't think that's that natural either I think 
when you're in winter you just need rest you really like i that's just my belief is that in the winter time you need to just be in your hive and be a hermit and just rest so much i think we need so much more rest than we think in winter and all of this you know new year new goals it's really happening at kind of the worst time often like right on a full moon when you're meant to surrender and sink in not thrust yourself into newness and expectation but to me it would be amazing if we could just follow the Gregorian calendar that we do but just navigate it in a completely different way and say okay this is just the way that our society functions this is the calendar and the time that we're following but in, we're actually not gonna have a new year, new me, new goals, new outlook, new perspectives. We're just gonna surrender and we're gonna take all of this and we're gonna use it to reflect on the past year. We're gonna use it to manifest from a place of letting go. So like really just releasing everything that doesn't serve us and then just setting that whole, creating a blank, space basically for everything else to be set and we're gonna rest and we're gonna accept that it is a new year it's 2023 or whatever year it is afterwards <laughs> um we're gonna accept that it's this new year but we're coming we're coming into it from a place of relaxation of calm of not hectic thrusting ourselves into this new world but it's like oh okay new year but we're really taking the time to soak up everything that we need and rest and revitalize ourselves and kind of replenish our energies. And that's what we're spending this new year doing. I just think that would be so powerful, but I guess we can only lead by example. So instead of just going around telling everyone, oh, the new year's actually in the spring equinox, which I mean, it is true. And I believe that as well. But instead of alienating people like that, I think we should just be leading by example and trying to set this new wave in motion. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think the main thing that I wanted to say as well was that I'm not, the reason that I'm deciding to get up earlier now is not because I don't think I'm getting up early enough. It really isn't like a lack mentality, uh, over overly disciplined mentality when I use the word discipline I more refer to it as like a commitment to self um rather than something that's very like arbitrary and very like military style fashion like discipline rational logical like xyz like this is how things go um like masculine approach to me discipline is very yin and yang like discipline in action is merging the yang and that masculine doing energy from the foundations that the feminine energy has created so when the oh my god my phone just went off like it's on the other side of the room and i just saw it light up and it really scared me <laughs> i'm such a scaredy cat sometimes but yeah laying these foundations of yin um and understanding why you're doing something connecting really deeply to your intention behind it understanding what it's gonna do for you, what it's gonna give to you and creating a yin practice around it. So we're not getting up and like going to a spinning class in pitch black and coming outside and the sun hasn't even risen while we're listening to someone screaming at us with a headset on and sweating it out. 
I mean, honestly, if that works for you, like it, it does work because I can imagine if I went there, I would feel good, but I just feel like it's a pseudo thing and it just, it's just so counter intuitive. Even if it seems, even if it feels good afterwards, that doesn't always mean that it's good. Anyway, that's a whole other topic. Cause then we could go on to saying, oh, you're talking about instant gratification. And I don't think that's instant gratification. I think there's definitely benefits to it. And I'm seeing three, three, three. Um, but I don't think that it, it's just not innate to us. Like we need to rise slowly. We need to rise with ritual, whatever that means to us. Even if it literally just means sitting in bed and drinking your coffee, you know, we don't have to walk around saging the house and practicing Ashtanga yoga for an hour and a half. Ritual is just whatever it means to us in this current state of our expression, which changes throughout our journey, no matter how conscious we become. You know, we could be doing two hours of yoga a day when we're really not that connected to ourselves. And then we could get to a place where some, you know, where these mystics are, where they don't even really need to meditate because their whole life is just one living, breathing expression of meditation. So that was a tangent that definitely did need to happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, so this is, that's what discipline is for me really, is really creating that wave, setting that wave in motion from this place of divine feminine energy, really like connecting to your heart space, opening up all of your chakras, unblocking yourself, just settling in, breathing deep, just being. And then the actual discipline in the form of the word that we know it and the meaning that we've come to give to it then comes because this found this feminine foundation has been laid and so the masculine can come and say okay right I'm ready I've got somewhere to like place myself and then we can start implement so they're implementing those elements of doing and integrating that yang energy into that and then it just kind of merges really well so for me I think I know that I get up quite early anyway especially in the winter time I'm up like before the sun rises when it's still dark and it's crazy to me how I can get up at seven like it was literally dark when I started recording this and that was less than half an hour ago and now the sun has almost fully risen and it's like eight three minutes past eight now so it's still quite late for the sun to rise but it's just crazy to me how it can literally just be pitch black and I think especially when it's like a cloudy day as well it's just like black 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 a little bit gray and then just bright and it's just it's just so wild to me i keep seeing angel numbers everywhere on this recording um five 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 i just saw i mean it's not that relevant but i just thought i'd say it in case in case anyone in case that resonates with anyone that number um which is weird but i just feel like it might do five 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 so yeah um because of that kind of lowness that i've been experiencing recently i feel like I've been getting up and I've been having about 45 minutes to myself before like the sun rises and before my partner gets up and then we live opposite these offices so all the lights turn on and the offices and everyone starts working and things like that and I just feel like I need some more time to myself to really anchor myself in ritual and connect with myself and just be with the world and with everything that I'm experiencing right now before just a little bit of extra time before the rest of the world wakes up. So I'm trying to, I'm gonna try and get up about half an hour earlier, maybe even an hour earlier. Um, and I'm just gonna start implementing that discipline of um, 
winding down. You see, even before I talked about the yin and the yang, you can see it because it's not about just getting into bed and getting to sleep earlier and setting your alarm up earlier. It's about rewiring your neural pathways, which seems like a very masculine thing, but the way that you're doing it is through embodying this feminine energy of ritual, of creating space, of winding down, of creating a sanctuary that you can anchor into these times of the day. So it's like, how can you create a sanctuary late at night for yourself, either in the space around you, just deeply within, or in the things that you're doing? And then how can you then create a sanctuary in the morning when you wake up that is really like inviting you into the space that actually takes you away from that immediate masculine, like beep, 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 alarm goes off, get up, let's go. And it's like, okay, thank you for letting me know we're getting up now I go into my sanctuary, into my feminine, and then we invite the masculine back in. And then we can find that as well throughout different parts of the day. So yeah, I feel really, really good. I think it's just really essential for me right now. I think finding this balance, I am an overthinker. <laughs> Don't want to like affirm that, but I am a bit of an overthinker. And I feel like anyone who knows me listening to this is like, understatement of the century i just saw 2828 uh, um, and it's 808 um now oh, my voice really crackled a bit there that's funny but yeah i feel like i just need this time with myself to really come back to balance and to be able to accept more of the totality of my experience and to find more of that balance so that I am overthinking less and overanalyzing my experiences less and that I just create so much space to experience them in because it's in those spaces where I feel the most but I still feel the least reactive like I feel the, the depth of my emotions the most early in the morning and whatever emotion I'm experiencing I just feel it so heightened because the veil is so thin and that portal that portal to receiving, <laughs> that's like my friend Emily, Soul and Wisdom's whole brand now, but that portal to receiving all of those emotions is open. And, but it's because you allow it to be. And I feel the most in depth, I feel the most in the depth of my emotions in those times. And yet it feels the most comfortable. I feel the least reactive and I just, think that that's a really powerful thing because sometimes when we react a lot we think it's because we're feeling a lot but it's not necessarily it's actually probably because we haven't given ourselves the space to fully feel without anything external around us we haven't created that sanctuary that's that's created by us so it's kind of like a an invitation from ourselves saying hey i created this sanctuary for you this sacred space, this safe space and environment for you to feel your emotions in, whether it's early in the morning, whether it's in the middle of the day, whether it's in the evening. And then it feels like you're not forcing yourself in there because it's been created. So you think you feel connected to this higher source energy that feels like, wow, the universe is really welcoming me in. And it is, but you also know that it's you that set that foundation up and if you don't do that in whatever way resonates with you for whatever amount of time in whatever capacity whatever time of day then you're going to be out there like 
being super reactive, whether it's involving other people or just with yourself or finding it really difficult to control the things that you can control, feeling a sense of, I'm seeing 111 again, feeling a sense of being out of control and not connected to your body and feeling this fight or flight and having this inability to regulate your nervous system which even I experience and that's why I know I need this extra time right now and so sometimes when we're in that sort of heightened state it's our mind convincing ourselves that we're just feeling things really deeply but in actual fact it's because we don't know how to cope with this influx of emotions that we haven't given ourselves the space to feel and then so the reactivity the yeah reaction the challenges the lack of control all of that comes up and sets our nervous system alight really and then we just need to connect back and oftentimes that's always the way that we connect in the first place whether it's on a daily basis whether it's even when it's someone who's you know you might have someone in your life who you don't consider to be particularly conscious and self-aware and emotionally intelligent so to speak but they're doing that on a daily basis in a way that aligns with their level of consciousness right now. They're experiencing that irregulation, that dysregulation in their nervous system. They're experiencing that fight or flight and they are finding ways to bring themselves back just like you are. But I feel like the more quote unquote, well, spiritual, but the more connected you are to the bridging and the mirroring between the spiritual and earthly existence you are, actually the more you will be faced with those challenges. So that's why the things that the people in your life who aren't necessarily connected in that way, the things that they experience and navigate might seem really easy to you and you might wonder why they can't navigate and cope, but it's because you were destined, you know, you're on whatever lifetime you're on and you were destined to not only connect, but you are destined to experience more almost on behalf of other people so that you can teach them whether it's overtly or subtly or from afar without them even knowing who you are so you can teach them and teach the world even if it's just through an energy exchange and an emitting of healing light radiant energy you can teach the world to develop that emotional intelligence that self-awareness to build that and bridge that gap between their emotions, their heart, and their physical bodies. And it might seem more difficult to you, but just remember it's not absolute, it's like a ratio, you know? It's like they, wow, so much mental maths today. <laughs> it's like what they're experiencing is probably as difficult for them as what you're experiencing is for you, because it's all based on the level of consciousness that we have and the capacity that we have to move through it, as I said at the beginning. So I think that's a perfect way to end after that little channel and well I've just been going for 35 minutes and I feel so grateful that I started recording this in the dark and now the sun has like fully risen and it is like a cloudy day but that's fine um but that just makes me feel so like peaceful it's really cool that I've been talking about this as the sun has risen I just I just need to take a moment with that and as I see 444, seems like a good place to end this episode. Um, so with that, may your breath be relentless, may your spirit be exalted, and may your joy be contagious. 
thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time.